Welcome to the Wake Up With Gratitude podcast, where we share tips, tricks, and hacks on how to practice gratitude daily. Whether you're a gratitude guru or lost your 10th gratitude journal, we've got you covered. We share personal and authentic stories from our guests who are entrepreneurs, business professionals, parents, caregivers, and everyday human beings just like you and I. Hi friends, before we get into today's episode of the podcast, I wanted to have a little conversation about your holiday shopping. So have you started getting ready for this holiday season? I know it's going to be different than other holiday seasons before, and I really want to encourage us all to shop local whenever possible. That means I'm inviting you to take a look at my shop at wakeupwithgratitude.com. So I love to take photos of my local environment. I live on Vancouver Island, one of the most beautiful places in the world, and I just am so passionate about sharing my photography. This year, I created a calendar for 2021. It's called Lanceville Landscapes. Lanceville is the little seaside village where I live, and there's access to so many beaches right outside my front door. So I've put some of my favorite images into a calendar for you. So you can head right over to my website and the calendar is available for you there. I do ship uh, across Canada for a flat fee and I would love to have my pictures hanging on your kitchen or your office wall for 2021. And even if you're not shopping from my store this year, please, please reach out to your local shops, especially the smaller, you know, one or two person owned businesses, because a lot of them are really struggling right now. And just purchasing holiday gifts from them might actually make a really big difference for them to be able to survive into 2021. So here we go with another brand new episode of the wake up with gratitude podcast. Hello friends. It's Julie here for a solo episode of the podcast because I think that it's really important to talk about how we're going to get through the next six weeks until the end of the year. And I was originally going to title this podcast, Surviving the Holiday Season, but I really want us to pay attention to the words that we're using and the ways that we are thinking. And so I wanted to switch the title to How to Thrive During the Holiday Season. Now, some of you might be thinking, there is no way that I'm going to thrive over the next six weeks. It's going to be a very difficult time, and I just don't know how I'm going to get through it. And if that's you, that's okay. I hope that just even one of the things that I share will help you to get through it, will help you to survive. And if you're looking to thrive over this holiday season, well then tap into two or three or more of the things that I share and really see how this very strange, very different time in our lives, living through this pandemic, how this holiday season could be one to remember, but not because of bad things happening or negativity in the world or all the things that you won't be able to do. And I think that's the first thing I want to talk about is allowing yourself time to grieve. So being aware that things are not going to be the same this year, understanding that 
seeing the family that lives outside of your home may not happen and then likely will not happen. And there is a grieving process. There is a, a loss involved when we aren't able to practice our traditions the way that we used to, that we're not able to be physically in person with the people we love, especially over the holidays. And for some, there will be true grief and loss because many, of course, will be grieving the loss of loved ones. So that is my first sort of way to get into this holiday season is allow yourself to feel this way. If you do, you know, want to feel grief, if you're very upset, feel those feelings. And then let's move towards actually how we can thrive. So the first thing I want to talk about when I'm thinking about thriving over the next six weeks, it's very simple, as most of these suggestions will be. You're going to be thinking by the end, Julie, you didn't tell me anything I didn't already know. Well, of course, I'm not telling you anything you don't already know. I'm just reminding you. And guess what? I'm reminding myself as well as we go through this. So my first thing is to be kind. Such simple words, such a simple action. Sometimes it's super hard to do. I go to the post office often. I have a great relationship with the women that work at my local post office, um, the woman that comes you know, and delivers packages and delivers our mail. I know her well. We have a great relationship together. And But I know there were times in the past that I might not have been kind with someone at the post office because I was frustrated about the cost of something or something not fitting through the little tiny mail slot that you have to fit through for it to go as a letter. But more and more now, I'm focusing on being kind when I go to the post office. And I, I hope that my behavior reflects that as much as possible. But what I started thinking about is, you know, there are a lot of people, especially at the beginning of the pandemic, when our postal service was so backed up and how hard it was and how long it took for things to get to us. And we're kind of getting back to that point now, but um, kindness first and what they've done at the post office. So I'm in Canada and what they've done at Canada Post is they've posted signs and reminders and images and photos of people with smiles without masks on, uh, reminding you that there are real human beings working behind that postal counter who deserve your kindness and respect. So here's the thing. We don't know what's happening for the person that's working behind that plexiglass shield. We don't know what's going on in their life. We don't know if maybe they're fearful about going to work. We don't know if maybe, um, you know, they're working just to keep the lights on because they're going through a really difficult time. Wherever you interact with another human being, and I would also extend that to all living beings, is to just remember to be kind. And sometimes when we're having a bad day, it's difficult for us to be kind as well because we're going through a hard time, but it's remembering that one small little act of kindness can really turn around someone's day. And in turn, guess what? That makes us feel better. So that's my first thing is to be kind. My next thing is to give back. 
So traditionally the holiday season is a season for giving back. It is a season of a lot of fundraising events and different organizations that are of course gathering um, you know, gifts and gift cards and cash donations to be able to help families to put something under the Christmas tree. It is true that not every family uh, does celebrate Christmas, but regardless, there are more and more families that are in need, especially at this time of year, just to put food on the table. So where are you able to give back in your community? Now, because of restrictions, your giving back might look like clicking on a website and doing a cash donation. It might be you know, the next time you're at the grocery store, purchasing a couple of gift cards for the grocery store donation. There are, most grocery stores have some kind of donation bin or a way that you can donate directly to, um, you know, those that are in need. It might not be the way that you've done it before. But if we're talking about thriving, I truly believe that giving back to others is a huge part of how we thrive as a society. It's supporting those that are in need. And there are a lot more people in need this year. So finding a way to give back and help those that might be in a more challenging situation than you. If you can choose a local community and a local organization, that's great. But even um, donating to a larger organization um, might actually make that really important difference in someone's lives over the next six weeks. The next thing is I want to encourage you to decorate your home. Now, I am not a big decorator. We do celebrate Christmas in our home. Um, my daughter loves Halloween as well. And I'm like, oh, I might do pumpkins this year, maybe. And that's it. I think we have like, we put like a cat outside and I think like a witch's hat and that's about it. I just, I'm not a big decorator person. But what I've noticed lately is it's the middle of November. We still haven't passed American Thanksgiving. Our Canadian Thanksgiving went by many weeks ago, but our friends in the U.S. still haven't celebrated their Thanksgiving at the time of this recording. And yet I'm seeing so many people already putting up their Christmas and holiday decorations. Why? Why would we choose to decorate you know, earlier and earlier this year? Because it feels good because it feels nice to see the twinkling lights on the tree if you do celebrate Christmas. Because, you know, having um, festive things around the house, you know, maybe you do one of those Christmas villages with the lights inside. Those are the best, those little villages. We used to have one when I was younger. Oh, those are great. So what can you do around your home to decorate for the holiday season, respecting whatever tradition you have, and just what are you going to look at that's going to make you smile when you walk into your home or when you walk upstairs or downstairs or walk into the next room? Because maybe you're not leaving your home that much. So decorating is a great place to thrive. And this could also be a great way to support a local business or entrepreneur that does you know, certain types of holiday and Christmas decoration. So you could invest in a local business as well. And while we're on the subject of decorating for the holidays, Another idea for thriving during this holiday season is thinking about what new traditions can we create. I am definitely working on this. Um, I have actually spent many Christmases apart from my own family. Um, so I, you know, my husband, my daughter, and I definitely had a lot of holidays on our own. So we have some traditions that we do just the three of us. 
but we generally would see at least one other family member, whether it was his family or someone from my family. Uh, but we do have the, I guess, the advantage of spending many of our Christmases just as a family of three. So what I encourage you to do, because many people are used to having a very big Christmas and I am you know, trying to figure out a way to create a new special tradition with family members that I won't be able to see in person this year. So what could that be for you? I mean, we definitely, I, this is probably something you already do, but we love, you know, Christmas morning, we have mimosas. We love having our mimosas with our presents, maybe a small mimosa because I haven't had breakfast yet. You know, we take time, we make waffles. We usually like to buy a new, we would do this all the time. We buy a new video game. I know that sounds silly, but our family does really enjoy gaming. So we'd buy a new video game like that had a story to it, like maybe a Lego game or something, and we'd just play through the video game, or we'd do like a movie marathon. So maybe we'll bring back some of those traditions. Um, you know, maybe, I mean, my favorite still is on Christmas Eve to drive around and look at Christmas lights. That is definitely a COVID-friendly activity if you're allowed to drive outside of your neighborhood. I know some countries have different restrictions, but you know, driving around, putting Christmas music on, driving around to see the lights. Even if you don't celebrate Christmas, Christmas lights are really pretty. So you can visit those. Maybe this is a time to dig into your roots and dig into uh, traditions that you might've had in the past and that have been lost. So that could also be a really cool, fun thing to do to thrive in the holiday season. Okay. The next one I want to mention is to rest and recover. Traditionally, the holiday season where there's about a two-week break, depending on where you work and you know if, you're, if you have school-age children, there's this like two-week break. But it always feels like it's not enough time. And how many times have you gotten sick over the break because your body's just so exhausted and so tired that all of a sudden your adrenaline stops, your cortisol drops, and you get ill. If you're only going to choose one thing because you're trying to survive the holiday season, or maybe, you know, you do, again, we want to avoid overwhelm, choose this one, rest and recover. Give yourself permission to binge watch Christmas movies and holiday movies. Give yourself permission to play video games all day. Give yourself permission to sleep until your body is done sleeping. Give yourself permission in this season where you're not going to be hosting people to have pancakes for breakfast, lunch, and dinner, or a bowl of cereal. It's okay. Allow yourself to take that pressure off because it's not going to be there, right? We're not hosting the way that we would otherwise. Allow yourself time to rest, grab a book, Grab an audio book, listen to a podcast. Oh, wait, you're already listening to a podcast. Listen to another podcast and give yourself time to breathe. All right, my last few are about connection and leading with our heart. Uh, the one that I want to share next is about finding an online community. Uh, now, if you're a new listener to a po the podcast, you might not have heard some of my earlier episodes that I did with my husband. My husband and I are both uh, streamers. We stream 
playing video games on a platform called Twitch. And my husband does a really great explanation of how Twitch is back at episode number 21. Uh, he does, he really explains well what that is. And I, he's been streaming now since the end of January, 2020, and I have been streaming since the end of June, 2020. So we, on a regular basis, we hop online, we play our games, we chat with our friends through our headsets and we chat through the chat. Now there are tons of online communities meeting through zoom. Now there's so many alternatives, but I know a lot of us have zoom fatigue. What I like about the online community in Twitch is because you can interact in the community just through a chat function and it's live, you don't have to be on camera. You don't have to stay very long if you don't want to. You can just, what we do is called lurk and just you know catch up on the conversation when you want to. So that's what's really fun about this particular online community that my husband and I are a part of. But this online community thing has been a gift and I know that it will be one of the ways that we will thrive over the holiday season. We're already planning like, special, you know, longer streams over the holidays when we're not working because we're not our, no one's here. It's just going to be the three of us. So whatever, wherever you have an online community, because now I would say most programs that were in person have something online, pick and choose. You know, I meet with an online community of people that I work with in my USANA business. We meet every day from eight till nine, 8 a.m. to 9 a.m. Pacific standard time. We meet through zoom. Some days I'm there and some days I'm not, but I generally like to show up because it's this beautiful energy of all these people getting together to really not only grow in business, but grow as human beings. So this is very important. I think if you don't already have an online community, I encourage you to really seek one out, especially over not just the next six weeks. It's going to be a long winter. You'll need places to connect with people. So make sure you're finding an online community to connect with. And you're welcome to join either of mine. Absolutely. Okay. I have two more to go. And of course, you're gonna, you're not gonna be surprised as to what they are. And my last two are to choose love and to practice gratitude. You may have noticed a theme over the last few podcast episodes where we've barely been talking about love, uh, loving other human beings unconditionally. This uh, beautiful love that's like otherworldly, that's beyond, you know, just loving um, each other as human beings, but it's this like energy of the world and this way of interacting with each other and using the word love, you know, on a more regular, authentic basis. Uh, the last, there's been a few really great podcasts that really focus on this subject. Um, Jared Krebs and I did an episode back at number 78, where we talk about love. And of course, my most recent episode, number 88 with Alana Fulvio, also talking about love, you know, choosing love whenever possible. Of course, this goes with being kind to others, but I do like a love meditation, you know, before I go to sleep, I just focus on being as loving as possible and then like having a sphere of beautiful white light that's filled with love that I send out into the universe. That's going to help all of us, right? Choosing love as often as possible is really going to help all of us. And of course, I'm going to talk about gratitude. What I will say is that gratitude is trending right now. And that makes me feel amazing because the more of us that are talking about gratitude and finding gratitude in these challenging times, 
the more the vibration of our world will shift. There is a lot of fear right now, a lot of uncertainty, a lot of, like I said, do we want to survive or thrive over the next six weeks? I want us to thrive, friends, and gratitude has to be a part of it. And I know many of you listening already have a gratitude practice, and I invite you to go deeper with that practice over the next six weeks. You know, one habit for gratitude that I think all of us can really adopt over the next six weeks is noticing around us the things that we are taking for granted. Again, we feel like so many things have been taken away from us right now. So gratitude for what we have is absolutely critical. I shared a post uh, on my Instagram and Facebook just a couple of days ago. I was out at sunrise by myself. You know, there's no one at this park at this time of the morning. And I'm walking and just thinking about all the things I'm grateful for. And I'm grateful. One of the things I wrote was that I'm grateful that I can go for the walk. Well, one of the comments from somebody who saw the post in the pictures was, thank you so much for sharing your pictures. I actually have a broken foot right now, so I'm not able to go to this park on my own. Right? It's so easy to take for granted that we can just go for a walk when someone else has a broken foot and can't. So this practicing of a gratitude of reminding ourselves what we have right in front of us, instead of focusing on things that we may not be able to do or have or people we can see, let's focus on gratitude. Let's focus on gratitude for online communities. Let's focus on gratitude for the fact that, you know, 3.7 billion people in the world have access to the internet. I mean, it's a very different world to be going through this pandemic and wow, am I ever grateful that I have a way to communicate with all of you. I mean, I'm here in my office speaking into my mic and there will be hundreds, maybe thousands of you that will hear this message. That's something to be grateful for. Friends, I am so excited to wrap up this year with you, to share with you many more great podcast interviews I am coming up to my first year anniversary of this podcast, and I cannot wait to celebrate that milestone with you. But for now, I encourage you to maybe listen again and just take a couple of notes on what are you going to do to thrive during this holiday season. I love you. I am so grateful for you for listening to this podcast, and I just want you to know that I'm here for you. If you're listening to this podcast right now and you're really struggling and you're, you feel alone, you're not. I'm here, friend. So all of my social links are shared and easy to find. Please reach out, send me a message, and I will be there for you. Friend, I sincerely hope you enjoyed this episode of the podcast. Thanks for sticking around right to the end. Are you a friend of this podcast? Would you like to help me grow the podcast? I would love to hear from you. I've created a simple online survey that only takes a couple of minutes to complete. So if you've got a couple moments, I encourage you to check out bit.ly slash WUWG podcast survey. Basically, wake up with gratitude podcast survey. 
easy to find. You can also find it through SurveyMonkey. And I would just love to hear from you on what you would do to make this podcast even better. I'll post the link in the show notes as well. And again, it would just mean so much if you would take a couple of minutes to help me to make this podcast even better.